Welcome, everybody, to VLGA Connect and the Weekly Newsroom with Catherine Arndt, the CEO of the VLGA, here to chat about all things local government. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Chris. Perhaps we might even talk about some things that aren't local government today. Well, maybe we should. Um, I, I'm not up to date. I'm, I've been scanning my Twitter uh, feed very, um, uh, I don't know, what's the word, sparsely uh, today, but Patrick and Milkshake seems to be, yeah. I don't know who Patrick is and why Milkshakes. But well, they... look, I think perhaps we'll let our viewers um, go on their own uh, research expedition to find out a little bit more about both of those things. Um, the first, I believe, is what um, one might describe as a, as a failed attempt by um, the federal government to produce a particular resource that might assist young people with consent. Um, it's one of a number of um, resources, but in particular, it's been the one that I've heard focused on today, um, certainly in uh, the news and morning um, drive time radio. So that makes for an interesting um, conversation, I think. And then um, Patrick, I believe, is a, is a cult movie. But again, I, I think our viewers should Perhaps find out for themselves. Find out for themselves about that. Yes. Fair enough. Uh, I have great news, Catherine. The news. So our programs are available on YouTube to watch, but also to download as podcasts uh, on your preferred podcast listening app. And the newsroom was last week's number one downloaded show in the VLGA Connect family. So. Congratulations. I don't know what we said, but somebody wanted to hear it. Well, look, that's just terrific news. And perhaps, you know, having a little week's hiatus um, got people interested uh, in, in the program, but very pleased that um, there were so many viewers interested in what we talked about. I've forgotten about that. It was that pent up demand from having the Easter break. Exactly. And, uh, yes. Indeed. And I think it's also a nice um, compliment. Chris, to the Local Government News Roundup podcast that, of course, you're leading. And to be able to have the podcast experience and also the visual experience of VLGA Connect Newsroom, although we do also um, produce this as a podcast, is, is a nice balance. Absolutely, it is. Now, we probably should um, stop beating around the bush and get to some news, should we, for, for this week? Um, I, I had a really uh, good time chatting with Geraldine Atkinson for VLGA Connect this week about the First People's Assembly. I have to con confess, until I'd had a chat with Geraldine, I hadn't really done much uh, to find out about it. But what an important process and project that is going to be. Look, it, it absolutely is, Chris. And the VLGA has um, met with the co-chairs of the First People's Assembly. In fact, we did that probably um, mid last year, I think it was. And also, of course, with the Treaty Commissioner, Jill Gallagher, prior to the First People's Assembly uh, being established. And we're really um, interested to hear the co-chairs' thoughts about the role of local government in the treaty-making process. And Geraldine spoke to that yesterday. And it was very pleasing to hear that the First People's Assembly do recognise the importance of the role of local government being around the table and part of that process of local treaty making um, once the First People's Assembly, of course, gets closer to that point where they, they will be looking at, at that in more detail. 
So I think now, um, and certainly from what Geraldine's indicated, uh, the VLGA will have an opportunity to continue these conversations on behalf of the local government sector with the First People's Assembly. And we look forward to having Geraldine or the other co-chair, Marcus Stewart, on the program um, again in the future and perhaps even a live panel or face-to-face -face panel discussion later in the year. That would be good because there's a number of steps to the process and at some point local government, I think, really needs to get its head around how it can be an active participant, particularly at the localised treaty phase, which is, uh, is yet to play out. But it won't be too long before that conversation will need to be had. Exactly. But stay tuned. We certainly will be running um, some more conversations in this space as that, that time gets closer. Catherine, I think we should note there's been um, some developments at the elected representative level in the past couple of weeks. Very sadly, yes. two sitting councillors have passed away. Um, I mean, they're people, these things happen, uh, but it's always very sad to see uh, it happen in this way. So we've had uh, Malcolm Hole at Wellington has passed away. And just as of last Friday, Councillor Ray Brown from Cardinia Shire after quite a long illness, I understand. Yes, and our thoughts certainly do go out to their family at uh, this time and also, of course, their, their councillor colleagues. Um, and, and this will therefore result in a count back occurring uh, in those two particular councils. And speaking of countbacks, there was one conducted last week for Mornington Peninsula Shire, and Susan Bissinger is the newest uh, councillor for that shire and another female councillor to add to the uh, statistics as well, as I'm yeah. sure that's not lost on you. No, it isn't. It hasn't been lost on, on uh, Mornington either, and congratulations to that newly elected councillor and welcome. Now, uh, membership of the VLGA, uh, we often talk about how valuable it can be to, to councils and other members. You don't have to be a council to be a member, correct me if I'm wrong. That's, no, that's correct, um, Chris, and it's that time of year, of course, yeah. where uh, renewal notices will be going out to all of our current members, so please keep a lookout for those. We will include a link uh, in this program to our membership site. So for those who are interested in membership of the VLGA, and might I really encourage um, anyone interested in the local government sector to look at VLGA membership as an option for them to really not only have access to programs like this, but to more in-depth programs and services that give them access to, direct access to integrity agency leaders, um, executive directors from local government Victoria and other key stakeholders in, in and once of course we get back to our face-to-face -face events. So access to those sorts of uh, programs that they wouldn't be able to get as a non-member. The other thing to note certainly for those councils that aren't members of the VLGA that we are an independent governance organisation. The only um, peak body in the sector providing governance support um, as we do. In fact, we're quite unique nationally, and that was recently pointed out to me by um, a researcher at the Australian National University who's looking to do some work with the VLGA on a national research project. So please check out membership and um, send us an, an email if you'd like to find out more. 
Absolutely. And as you say, we'll have the link in the show notes and we've had it on the screen as well for those who'd like to, to find out more. Let's talk about some upcoming events and issues. Child-friendly cities. I don't know a lot about this, Catherine. Can you tell me a bit more? Yeah, so this is a network that's been um, going now for many years. It's predominantly a group of council officers from a variety of councils and also some councillors who meet on a a quarterly basis, I believe, to discuss uh, initiatives in their respective municipalities that really focus on creating a child-friendly and safe city environment for the young people in their community. The VLGA has essentially um, been the secretariat. Um, we, we have an agreement on an MOU with the Child Friendly Cities Network. So we host these networks for them. Um, we provide um, links to their um, programs and services and information sheets on our website. We've run some fantastic live panels before with the Young People's Commissioner, Liana Buchanan, in consultation in conjunction with Child Friendly Cities. So their network meeting is coming up on the 29th of April and we will be, in fact, um, well, you will be interviewing the chair of the um, Child Friendly Cities Network in an upcoming VLGA Connect interview and we will also be hosting a live panel discussion looking particularly at the impacts of children and young people uh, in the community as a result of COVID. So stay tuned for that. We'll look forward to uh, both of those events. Yes, I think we're just uh, waiting to finalise a date for that particular interview. There's quite a full slate of interviews coming your way uh, mm -hmm. because of the work that you've been doing, getting out and about, telling people about the opportunity to use VLGA Connect to spread messages and raise awareness. Catherine, yeah. that's terrific, uh, including one that we're about to record uh, this week that I believe you'll be joining me on, uh, looking at Anzog's Reimagining Government series. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, look, it'd be terrific to have Ken Smith on the program to talk to that. Ken, um, as some of our viewers may know, is, is the CEO or Managing Director of ANZOG, the Australian National School of Government, and they run a number of um, professional development programs and conference, conferences, particularly targeting public servants or bureaucrats, and also uh, have some offices or connections with um, some Asian institutes as well. So, Looking forward to hearing about that reimagining uh, government series and hopefully also we might be getting, we've extended an inv invitation to the chair of uh, the Centre for Policy Development. Uh, we've done a little bit of work with CPD. They're a think tank, a national think tank. Uh, Terry Moran is their chair and they've run a democratic renewal um, project and it would be terrific to hear a little bit about that and in particular had a good look at the role of local government as a level of government that perhaps should be expanded to incorporate some other services that are currently being delivered at a state or federal level. And that would, of course, be not dissimilar to some of our colleagues over in the UK, for example. Some meaty subjects that we're going to be getting into there by the sounds of it. Look forward yes, to it. whether there are. And, and speaking of meaty subjects, um, we've also um, rolling out some councillor-specific briefings on the Gender Equality Act. Uh, the first one of those is being held on Friday the 30th of April. Why is this so important for councillors and local government? Well, 
The Gender Equality Act has some very uh, specific requirements for local government and councils, and it's really important that our councillors and also our council officers understand the idiosyncrasies that, that 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 act creates for the local government sector. So keep an eye out for those. And you've also got a session coming up on community health and wellbeing plans, particularly focusing, I think, on bringing the gambling harm minimisation strategies into those plans. Yeah, that's right, Chris. Uh, of course, when we're looking at any policy issues, uh, the place to incorporate strategies such as those that might help reduce harm from gambling in the community sit quite well within that more strategic community health and wellbeing plan that councils are currently in the process of um, discussing and finalising as we speak. So that's happening this Thursday. Excellent. So don't miss out on that if uh, if you're hearing this in time and you want to be part of that. Little Birdie tells me you're hiring at the moment, Catherine, before we, I let you go. Yeah, look, we are. We're actually hiring a gambling policy lead. So the VLGA is... Um, funded by the Victorian Responsible Gambling Foundation to deliver what will now be a four-year project. So we've just had our funding extended for an additional two years and we're recruiting for our policy lead to uh, lead the team involved in that. So please, to find out more, check out our website, social media sites and also ethicaljobs.com.au. Terrific. Sounds like a great job and I'm sure there'll be some very capable people interested. Sorry, before we jump to the end, I just wanted to say it could also be a very interesting secondment opportunity for a policy officer currently working in a council and of course if their council was receptive to that, it might be a terrific opportunity given that it is a fixed term um, contract to, to come over and do some work with a peak body such as the VLGA. I think that's uh, all we had for this time around. Always great to have you in the newsroom. Um, I was going to say have a great week and see you next week, but I'll see you for the interview with Ken Smith in another day or so. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that, Chris. Take care. Catherine Art is the CEO of the VLGA, and that's this week's newsroom from VLGA Connect. Mm-hmm.